Hi there. If you'd like to listen to our show ad-free, sign up for Apollo Plus. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform with hundreds of awesome shows. Listen to your favorites ad-free, get early access, exclusives, and so much more. 70% of revenue goes to the amazing shows across the Apollo network. You can join Apollo Plus through the app or by going to apollopods.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. And what do you see? Shapes. Figures. Darkness, but I hear something. An ocean. The waves are hitting and I can feel their vibration. Smells? The smell is like salt, fish, and garbage. I see something now. There's a row of two-story buildings in front of me and they're all closed. Kitschy shops. Taffy and ornaments, a consignment shop. What do you see to your right? There's someone down the row, and I'm going to her. She's pretty, but looks ragged. She could be 18. She's on her knees on the sidewalk, writing with a marker on cardboard, making a sign. Can you read it? Hot chocolate, please. My mouth will feel joy. She's drawing hearts all around it. Now she's throwing up. Can you turn around? What's behind you? Um, okay. A grocery store. I'm crossing the street and I'm going in. People inside? There's a cashier looking at her phone. No customers. I don't... Do you see an office or a back room somewhere else to explore? Looking... There's not much on the shelves. I see a door in back. Can you open it? Yes. There's a man sitting inside. It's him. It's the target. He's singing something. There's money, drugs, a lot of cash all over, and he's got a gun in his lap. Drugs? Can you tell what kind? White powder. Maybe cocaine. There are a few bags of it. He doesn't look okay. The gun is in his hand now. Okay, okay. What's he singing? He's, he's, he's putting the gun to his head. I can't look. Keep watching. I can't look. Keep watching. It's clicking. He's pulling the trigger over and over, but it's empty. He's calming down. He's putting the gun away into the safe. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back now. You're listening to Remote. That was Betsy's first remote viewing session. A grad student in her mid-twenties with no life direction, the thought of exploring consciousness was only a recent whim. She sat in a cheap donated recliner staring off in shock from her visions. Her monitor, Dr. Gray, was himself in shock. He showed Betsy an 8x10 photo of a young male. 
You sure it was him you saw? Betsy nodded. She stood up and walked over to the window. Her hands shook as she raised them into view. She inhaled deeply to regain their stillness. What did I just see? I've never had anyone relay a scene anywhere near that vivid. Dr. Gray, who was that? Where was I? Well, I can tell you that this is a picture of a former student of mine, Jacob. I know when he graduated UT, he moved west to Oregon or maybe California. That's all I know about him. I didn't think we'd see as much as you did. I'm floored, quite honestly. No one has ever- I need to go home. Sure. Hey, Betsy, we have to do this again. I know- Good night, Dr. Gray. Dr. Gray sat down and studied the image of Jacob again. He knew Betsy was special. He didn't know why. Outside, Betsy navigated the campus through a thick fog. She felt like she was being watched, followed, hovered over, like someone was under her skin. Her sight extended only several feet ahead. Upon reaching Guadalupe Street, she stepped out of the fog. Her Uber ride waited patiently in the road. She looked behind her and watched the fog shrink back like waves off a shore. Hey lady, what's your name? Betsy Mills. I'm Ben. Get in. Betsy tried to forget what she saw at Dr. Gray's. She hoped that work could be a distraction. During the day, she was a UX designer. On nights she was not in school, she did sales in a fashion boutique. She hated these jobs. As days passed on her, a disconnect grew. Everything was hollow. She felt as though she was somewhere else, like she left herself behind in that world with Jacob. Miss? Miss? Hmm? Do you have any of these in a smaller size? Smaller than extra small? Yeah. Is that a possibility? A possibility? I'm sorry. As time went on, her vision of the grocery store and of Jacob became more real. At her apartment, she gorged on everything in her fridge, everything online, everything on TV. She stared out the window at the endless buzzing construction, until finally she backed away from the noise. She walked to her closet, made room and took a seat on the floor. She shut the door, leaving herself in darkness. After several deep breaths, she began the process clearing her mind. Betsy eased into a meditative state, hoping to reconnect to the place she saw that night. Time passed. She could hear and smell the ocean, but only saw black. For minutes, this kept on. At a point, Jacob's face flickered into her consciousness. Her heartbeat quickened. Her eyes searched behind her eyelids for anything. Again, his face flickered. She took a deep breath and reached for him. Her meditation was broken. 
Hello? Hi, Parker. I was in his office that next morning and he was just icing me out. Like, you prick. I just spent the night with you after you begged me for months. I even put your kids to sleep. And now, I mean, I'm nothing? <sighs> Are you listening, Betsy? Don't look, but there's this guy. Don't look. He's at a table outside the window. He seems out of place. And he hasn't been looking at us this whole time, but it feels like he has, you know? Well, no. Okay, it's clearly your turn. Well, I haven't been with anyone recently. That's not a surprise. What else, though? You're in La La Land. Shit, this guy, again. He's called me eight times. Who? This doctor. Doctor? Not like that. He's a psychologist, a neuroscientist at school, one of my professors. Interesting, interesting. More details, please. Stop, it's not like that. Does it have to do with your mom? You'll think I'm a psycho, but I've been having these visions. They started shortly after she died. So, you don't want to call him back? I haven't decided. I can't put myself in your shoes, Betsy. The guy left. Did you see him leave? You told me not to look, so I didn't look. One night, Betsy lies asleep in her room. The ocean towered over her in a dream swirling silent 50-foot wall of water that could collapse on her at any moment. Behind it shined a mammoth moon, swinging back and forth like the pendulum of a grandfather clock. Betsy became short of breath. She gasped for air and woke herself up. Standing near the bed, she could see a small figure, a shadow cautiously backing away at first and then melting into the floor. Betsy calmly sat up, turned on the light, and rolled over to return to sleep. Hi Betsy, it's Dr. Gray again. We have to talk. We need to do another session. I can explain more if you can just come by the office in the morning. I'll be there from 9 Betsy was already back at the school. It was almost midnight. She walked the halls alone and snuck her way into Dr. Gray's office. Shuffling nervously through his desk, she found the 8x10 of Jacob and quickly vacated the building. Patches of fog smattered the lawns, flanking the concrete Betsy clumsily sprinted across. At home, her breath was still quaking. Her adrenaline remained high. The photo of Jacob stared at her as she let everything go. Her phone lie on the table recording. I can smell citrus on top of stale cigarettes, sanitizer. There's the sound of a motor, a feeling of urgency. I'm in a car with a woman. She's driving, frantic. 
You better be here, Jacob. You better be here. Oh, God. Kate, what the hell is going on? It was an accident. What was? It was an accident. What was an accident, Kate? Paul is in the trunk. Jesus. It wasn't completely my fault. He... he fell. What are in these bags? What do you think, Jacob? What do you think, Jacob? (sighs) They're gonna send people to look for him. We're finished. We can get rid of this and run again. Hide. It'll work this time. Look, you left Austin how long ago? And no one has found you. Not even your psychic father. Betsy realized at that moment that Jacob was Dr. Gray's son. Her vision of him and Kate was slowing almost to a stop. She heard no more sound. I can't hear them anymore. They're planning something, but I can't hear it. I can feel... I can feel... Someone is... holding my hand. Squeezing my hand. Let me go. Let me go.